Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That's C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And y'all, you can also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take on NFL Salary Cap and Contract Matters. Um, heading into the final week of the regular season, uh, week 18, we're going to be looking at performance bonuses that players have already reached levels to earn or still have pending heading into week 18 and a couple which will be affected in the playoffs now um, by performance bonuses I mean salary escalators and incentives now salary escalators and incentives can be primarily used for two things if there's a fundamental disagreement on value for players sometimes they can bridge the gap in that disagreement and negotiation between the player's agent and the team. And also, uh, you see them uh, put in the contracts when players are asked to take pay cuts and the incentives will allow a player to make some, if not all, the money back that is being lost through the salary reduction. Now, uh, for the most part, incentives are designed to be classified as not likely to be earned. Um, you have an incentive that's not likely to be earned, then it does not count against the salary cap when a deal is signed. And generally, anything that has an incentive that is a higher threshold from an individual or team basis than what you did the year before qualifies as not likely to be earned. So if you caught 50 passes in the 2021 season, you have an incentive for 52 passes for $500,000, that is considered not likely to be earned. Now, if you had 50 catches in 2021, you got 2022-2022 incentive for 45 catches, likely to be earned. There's a cap charge for that $500,000. Now, you can also make an incentive which on its own would be likely to be earned, classified as not likely to be earned, if you couple it with another individual incentive or with team incentive. So that turns a likely to be earned incentive into a not likely to be earned incentives. So um, incentives are typically paid in February or March following the season. Um, they're earned. And also there is eventually a cap charge for these not likely to be earned incentives that do get earned. At the end of the, before the start of the next league year, um, sometime um, between the end of the regular season and which will be, which will be March 15th when the 2023 league year starts, There's a year-end reconciliation where any likely-to-be-earned incentives that were counting on the cap that weren't earned and any not-likely-to-be-earned incentives that were earned get reconciled. So a team will get a debit or credit depending upon 
how that worked out. And I'll give an example of that. That um, for the 2021 league year, the um, Los Angeles Rams, um, the reigning Super Bowl champions, had a, an adjustment of 6.4 million on the cap, which is basically because of incentives that were not likely that were earned. Um, and some of those included Odell Beckham Jr.'s incentives for each playoff round that he ultimately earned. So that $6.4 million comes off of came off the 2022 cap. So that meant, because they only had $137,000 of room to carry over. If they'd had like $6.5 million room to carry over, then it would have been a it would have eaten up all the carryover room. But since they didn't have enough carryover room to cover their debit, then their actual salary cap, their adjusted salary cap this year, is lower than the league average. Lower than the league, should say, actual league salary cap. League salary cap is $208.2 million. This year, the Rams' adjusted salary cap is a shade under $202 million. <laughs> So that's a, a big difference um, in terms of where they are because of those incentives. Now, um, that's about as extreme as you get uh, for the 2022 uh, league year. Now, you're going to see, if you are playing with Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you got incentives on the line, Tom Brady's your best friend because Tom Brady makes sure you get incentives. He did that in 2020. Uh, with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown um, came into the uh, regular season finale uh, needing to reach 45 catches for $250,000 incentive. The regular season finale was not going to affect Tampa Bay's playoff seating. Brown had 11 catches for 138 yards, two touchdowns. Got the incentive. Last year, Rob Gronkowski. They're playing the Carolina Panthers. Same thing, not, not affecting playoff seating. Gronk had needed uh, 55 catches for 500,000 yards, 750 receiving yards, another $500,000. Came into the game with 48 catches, 665 yards, 7 catches, 137 yards before they got taken out midway during the third quarter. Gronk earns his million dollars. So um, if you got incentives on the line and you're playing with Tom Brady, he's going to make sure you get them. Now, um, let's look at some guys this year. Um, 2022 um, incentives. Now, J.J. Watt announced his retirement, um, but he's getting a nice parting gift. Uh, the two-year, $28 million uh, contract he signed in the Cardinals in 2021 after he asked for the Texans to grant his release. Also add another $3 million in incentives and salary escalators. For 2022, he's got a $1 million in incentives based on sacks. Getting to five sacks is worth $500,000. The amount increased depending upon how many additional sacks. Um, eight and nine sacks got the amount to $700,000 and to $900,000. Um, the entire million is earned for double-digit sacks. Now, last game against Falcons J- on New Year's Day, J.J. Watt got another sack to get 10.5. So, J.J. Watt is leaving with um, a million-dollar parting gift. Now, Texans and not sh- excuse me, I should say the Titans and Jaguars are playing the day, and the Raiders and the um, 
Chiefs are playing today on Saturday. And Derrick Henry has already earned his incentive. There's nothing he can do from an incentive standpoint to increase it. The, he's got a $500,000 incentive for reaching 1,300 uh, rushing yards, which he did in Week 15 against the Chargers. So he's going to earn that. Now, Jaguars, Christian Kirk, different story. Um, Christian Kirk signed a contract which uh, surprised some people. Um, four years, $72 million. Uh, $37 million fully guaranteed in free agency. The deal's worth up to $84 million through incentives. Um, so a max value of $21 million per year. Nobody thought Christian Kirk was going to sign for $18 million a year in free agency. He's never had 1,000 uh, never had a thousand receiving yards um, in a season. Well, Christian Kirk has incentives for 80, 90, and 100 catches. Also, incentives for 1,000 receiving yards, 1,100 receiving yards, 1,200 receiving yards. Makes $500,000 for each of those thresholds. Now, if you ask Christian Kirk, would you rather beat the Titans and go to playoffs or earn incentive money, I'd imagine he's going to say, let's get to the playoffs. Well, fortunately for him, He's now over the 1,000-yard mark, so that's $500,000 he's earned. Heading into the uh, regular season um, finale, he's at 78 catches for 1,009 yards. Two catches, another $500,000. 91 receiving yards to get to 1,100, another $500,000. So he's earned 500, should get another 500, 4 million, um, maybe gets to 1.5, but... Um, Winning the game, more important than the incentives. Now, a couple of Kansas City Chiefs have some things hanging in the balance. Frank Clark took a big pay cut to stay to stay in Kansas City. He was scheduled to make $19.5 million um, in 2022. Took a pay cut to $6.75 million with $7 million in incentives. I don't know if he's going to be around next year. He's got a $21 million salary that they didn't touch in this uh, pay cut. Now, $7 million is based on Clark's playtime, sacks, and Kansas City's playoff success. Now, um, he's got five sacks on a year. His playtime this year is just a shade under 65%. $2.5 million comes with 60% or more defensive playtime at least eight sacks. He's only had one three-sack game in his career, and that was in the playoffs once against the Texans. I think that was 2019 playoffs. Probably ain't going to earn that. So... There's higher thresholds for more sacks, more play time. That's out of the question. As long as his play time doesn't drop below 60%, he's getting a million because there's, one, there's an incentive based on 6% play time and the Chiefs are making the playoffs. Now, he's got more based on what happens in the playoffs where there's $500,000 for Kansas City winning the AFC Championship game and a minimum of 50% um, play time in that game, where he also had 6% play time during the regular season. So, they get to the AFC Championship game, he plays 50%, and they win. That's um, another $500,000, but that remains to be seen. Um, there's an additional million for winning the Super Bowl for 50% participation in that game and 65% play time or more during the regular season. He's been playing well over 70% in recent weeks 
I know they play the Raiders. If hopefully if they pull him early, he's not going to get to 65% if the Raiders are up. So we'll see. Now, Juju Smith-Schuster, his teammate, didn't have a huge market in free agency after an injury-plagued 2021 season where he was limited to a handful of games. I think he played five um, with the Steelers before having a shoulder injury then came back for the wild-card playoff game. But he ended up signing a one-year $3.25 million contract worth up to $10.75 million through incentives. And then they subsequently modified his contract where they added 510000 to his per-game roster bonuses. So he was making $60,000 for each game he was on the active roster. Um, now, technically, per-game roster bonuses get treated as incentives, but for these purposes, since they're considered part of the base value of the contract, I'm not going through people's per-game roster bonuses. Now, he's got $3 million of incentives based on receptions and receiving yards. It was 495000 for getting to 16 receptions and also separately for 130 receiving yards. Easily got that. There's 515000 more for hitting 50 receptions. And then also the same amount for 650 receiving yards. So that's $2 million he's already earned. It's an additional $500,000 for each. It's 65 receptions and 900 receiving yards. Now, he's already he, heading into the game against the Raiders. 76 catches, so he's already got that. He's already at 2-5. Now, needs, he's got 898 receiving yards. Two more receiving yards, which he should get. That's going to put him... That's going to be another 500,000 um, for him. So, that should put him... That'll, that'll put him at 3. So, 2-5, that should put him at 3 in incentives. Now, his playtime heading into the game is 66.24%. If he stays above 65%, Chiefs are in the playoffs. Stays at 65% or above, that's another 1-5. That'll put him at 4-5. Now, as long as he has 65 catches in 900 yards, he's two yards for that, and he plays at least 50% on offense in an AFC championship game win, that's a million. That remains to be seen. Um, same thing. Same thresholds for the Super Bowl game. That gets him another million. So if Kansas City wins the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl, then Juju's going to come out with uh, 6.5, uh, provided he gets playtime stays above 65% for the regular season. He has two receiving yards today. He had a million dollars for the Pro Bowl, which didn't happen. But um, for Juju... Um, the incentives have paid off. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go to his teammate, Patrick Mahomes. Now, Patrick Mahomes, his incentives only matter for team ones for the playoffs. Odds are he's got two incentives. He's got $2.5 million in incentives each year from 2022 to 2031. And as long as he is named NFL MVP, which seems likely by either the Associated Press, Pro Football Writers Association, Sporting News or Sports Illustrated, Patrick Mahomes is going to earn $1.25 million. So he's the odds-on favorite to be the MVP after Jalen Hurts hurt his shoulder. So he can thank the Chicago Bears for having him leapfrog Hurts for MVP. He has something in his contract called the AFC Champion Incentive for each of these years. If Kansas City wins the AFC Championship game, and he participates in 50% or more of the plays during the regular season, which he easily has, and or 50% of the uh, plays in the championship game, then that's another $1.2 million. So as long as Kansas City gets the AFC championship game, then that's another $1.25 million for Patrick Mahomes. Now, Speaking of quarterbacks, oh, let's go to one more chief I want to mention first, uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones um, has an annual $1.25 million center for reaching 10 sacks. He got to 12 sacks in week 12 when they played the Rams, so he's getting $1.25 million. As I said, speaking of quarterbacks, now, Jimmy Garoppolo um, was supposed to be playing some, someplace else this year, but his shoulder surgery... Uh, threw a monkey wrench in the plans for the Niners to trade him. And then when there wasn't the interest, by the time his shoulder was healed after training camp started, he decided to stay put. was going to make $25 million, um, dropped it down to $7 million with $8.45 million um, that could be earned in incentives. Now, start the season as Trey Lance is back up. Trey Lance uh, had a season-ending broken ankle. Um, early in week two. So Garoppolo got back in the lineup. Then he broke his left foot in week 13 against the Dolphins. Now, yesterday, um, there was news that he could be available for the NFC Championship game and Super Bowl. Question, problem is, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, last player picked in the 2022 draft, looked great. So, um, deep playoff run? Would they even go back to Jimmy Garoppolo because of the way uh, Brock Purdy's been holding steady? Now, Garoppolo has an incentive paying him $250,000 for each game in which he participates in at least 25% of San Francisco's offensive plays and an additional um, $100,000 in a win. This is where that playoff stuff gets to be tricky for him. There's 
more incentives where he gets $500,000 of his regular season play time is 50% or more, which it's going to be. Um, it shouldn't drop below 55% after um, the regular season finale against the Cardinals. He's at, right now, a shade under 60. So he's going to get that. Then he gets $500,000 if his play time is 50% or above in the NFC Championship game and another five hundred. Uh, with a win. So that's where if he can come back and they give him his job back and he plays, it's worth money to him. Then same thing for the Super Bowl. 50% play time in the Super Bowl. 50% play time um, in the Super Bowl gets him another million. In the 10 games he's played, there's 7 wins where he's played at least 25% um, percent of the snap. So it looks like He's going to earn 3.7 million of the 8.45 million, unless he's going to be capped there, unless the Niners make a deep playoff run and give him his job back. But still, he's um, made back some of the incentives. Now, sticking with quarterbacks, Dak Prescott has an incentive in his contract, kind of based off the Mahomes one. Um, He's got a million each year where he must take at least 50% of the offensive snaps in the Super Bowl to collect as long as Dallas wins the Super Bowl. So Dallas can win their first Super Bowl since, I think, the 1995 season, and he doesn't get plays at least half the game or takes out half the offensive snaps, I should say, million dollars. Staying with quarterbacks, we got um, Geno Smith, who, to me, Capitalized totally on his contract year. Probably better than anybody else. Playing on a one-year deal for $3.5 million. Incentives worth up to seven. Makes the contract worth up to $7 million. He has a million in playtime incentives. And Smith hasn't missed a snap all year. Where at 55, 65, 75, and 85%, that's each worth $250,000. So he's got a million. Now, this is where... The amount doubles to two million that he's going to earn in playtime if Seattle makes the playoffs. So beating the Rams is the first part, and they need a little help. Green Bay's got to lose um, to the Lions. That'll be worth a million dollars. Um, he had incentives for passing yards. He's over the four hundred thousand yard mark, so he's going to earn the million dollars. In passing yards incentives, there's 250 at 3,400 yards. It went to 750 at 3,700 yards. He's over the 400,000, 4,000 yard mark, 4,069 yards, and he actually is in good shape to break Russell Wilson's franchise single season record of 4,219 receiving yard uh, passing yards set in 2016. He also earned $500,000. For the Pro Bowl, he had to throw at least 20 touchdown passes, which he's easily done for that. So, Geno is going to get at least $2.5 million. There's a million hanging in the balance, depending upon whether um, Seattle can make the playoffs. Now, Bobby Wagner would love nothing more than to spoil... Geno Smith's chances to uh, get that extra million dollars in his return um, to Seattle. The Rams um, 
decided they were going to release Wagner um, the same day that the Russell Wilson trade to the Broncos was agreed to because they thought his $16.6 million salary if his 20 point um, three five million cap number was going to be too much for a 32-year-old linebacker. So the Southern California native went back home, joined the Super Bowl 56 champion Rams on a five-year $50 million contract worth up to $65 million through incentives. Um, season's been a disaster for the Rams. Hasn't been a disaster for Wagner. Um, he was named Team MVP. He's been their most consistent player. His $3 million in incentives based on playtime, team success, and individual honors. Now, there's 250 each for 80% more defensive playtime than the Rams improving over their 21 league ranking. And points allowed, total defense, or average net yards per passing play. Now, Wagner's playtime is over 99%. Um, he's missed nine plays all year. So he's got the playtime part down, but the team rankings, he may not get any of this because points allowed, average net yard passing per passing playing total defense are 15th, 15th, 17th res- uh, respectively uh, last year. So they're 21st, 25th, and tied for 17th. So only one that's even um, possible is going to be total defense. <laughs> they're tied for 17th. They improve up improve to 16th in the rankings, then that's for 250. Now, his consolation prize is there's 750 for at least 90% play time. No boy is expecting the Rams to have the type of season they did. You, you would think the defending Super Bowl champs would get to the Super, get to the playoffs, which they didn't. That cost Wagner $750,000 because additional 750 for 90% play time in the playoffs. So that's out of the question. He's got a gripe for having his Pro Bowl street ending. That would have been worth $500,000 for um, the Pro Bowl. But if he is named first team All-Pro or NFL by the Associated Press, Pro Football Writers Association, or the Sporting News, he earns a million. Had he earned the Pro Bowl bonus, he'd only get $500,000 more. The honors are capped at a million, but he can still get a million that way, he's at least going to get $500,000. Now, speaking of older linebackers with incentives, um, Demario Davis has $2 million worth of incentives in his contract. Now, Davis has played Iron Man this year. He's played every play for the Saints. His incentives, there's some, there were some based on his individual performance and making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. It was 90%. Play time in the regular season, and they win a playoff game or get a first round bye. That was for 250, not earning. Then 90% play time, and two wins was another 250, not happening. Two opponent fumble recoveries, 250. He's got one. Has to recover a fumble for $250,000. Makes the Pro Bowl, $500,000. If he's first or second team, um. All NFL by the Associated Press. That's five hundred thousand dollars. He was that last year. He's already earned five hundred thousand. Also, one interception and four sacks is for two fifty. He's got that because he's got six and a half sacks and one interception. So that's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars that Mario Davis has earned. Recover a fumble in the season finale. That's another two fifty. Um, speaking of former teammates. 
of Demario Davis. Uh, Teron Armstead ended up signing a five-year, $75 million contract worth up to $87.5 million um, through incentives. So $2.5 million of incentives in each year. That was below what I thought he would get, but that's because of durability concerns. He played eight games in 2021 that had knee surgery in January, and in the nine seasons he played, he played 97 of a possible 145 regular season games, so he only plays two-thirds of the time. Now, um, $1.85 million of the $2.5 million that he has are playtime incentives. The other six fifty is for making the Pro Bowl, which he made. Now, um... The Dolphins had to rank in the top 25 in either average net yards gained per passing play or per running play. They're at the top of the league, so that part's earned. So, he hit that threshold. It's $300,000 for 65% or more play time. Another $400,000 for 7% or more play time. Then it was another $500,000 for 80%, then another $650,000 for 85%. The durability concerns are cropping up for him. Again, he's doubtful for the regular season finale against the Jets. Now, he didn't play last week. Through week 15, he was over the 7% threshold. Now, he's at 70.85 right now. If he doesn't play, no way he's going to get that second 400000 So, as of now, you can count him, he can count on 950. 650 for the Pro Bowl. Playtime shouldn't drop below the 65% threshold, so he'll get that. Now, speaking of offensive linemen, um, Jack Conklin recently signed a four-year, $60 million extension with $33 million of guarantees. But the extension didn't take away the pay cut he took last year. That's the, he already hit, He's already hit the jackpot with the new contract. But he still had $4 million worth of incentives, he took a pay cut from $12 million to a fully guaranteed $8 million after a 2021 season where he only played a career-low seven games because of a dislocated left elbow and a torn right patella tendon. Now, it's $1,333,334 for 55% play time, $2,666,667, for 65% or more play time, and he gets the entire $4 million with 75% or more offensive play time. He's got a foot injury. He's not going to play the finale heading into the regular season finale, 82.39% play time. There have to be a ton of plays, um, over 100 offensive plays, for Conklin's play time to drop below 75%. So... In addition to the new contract, Conklin's going to earn. He's earning $4 million um, in incentives. Now, going to the other side of the ball and on the defensive line, Darius Smith took a backloaded three-year $42 million deal worth up to $44 million in incentives. And this was after verbally agreeing during that two-day window before free agency starts to go back to the Ravens who drafted him in 2015's fourth round. Those are not binding agreements. But he's got a million dollars in incentives based on sacks. Uh, $500,000 for eight and a half sacks. Um, $250,000 for ten and a half sacks. 
another 250, and another 254. Um, and a half sacks. He's got 10 sacks. Half sack in the regular season finale gets him another 250 to 750 right now. Um, Zadarius Smith is at $500,000. Um, Justin Houston um, re-signed with the Ravens on a one-year $3.5 million deal. Worth up to $5.5 million through incentives. Um, $1.5 million of the $2 million is for sacks. The other $5 million was for the Pro Bowl, which didn't happen. Um, There's $500,000 for five sacks, $500,000 more for 7.5 sacks, and $500,000 as well for 10 or more sacks. So he's already got a million because Houston's got nine sacks. So um, he's in the same boat as Darius Smith, one uh, pretty much. One sack against the Bengals, that's $500,000 more for Justin Houston. So he's already got a million, uh, could cap out at a million five. Now, um, going to the secondary, um, Stephon Gilmore um, was out there on, on the market in free agents for a while. Um, didn't sign until middle of April with the Colts, um, close to when the uh, draft was going to happen. He's got $1.5 million in incentives in his contract. It's a two-year deal for $20 million, $1.5 each year, so the deal max is at $23 million. Uh, millions on playtime, and then there's another $500,000 for being named first team All-NFL by the Associated Press, which I don't think is going to happen. But he's been on the field for 99% of the defensive snaps for Indy, and so he's going to earn his million in playtime. It's 250 for at least 70% defensive play time, another 250 once he hits 80%, and an additional 500 for 90%. So Stefan Gilmore will earn a million dollars in play time incentives. Now, staying in the secondary, um, Jordan Poyer um, couldn't get a contract extension, so the Bills added $2 million of incentives to his contract. He's going to be unrestricted after the season, but he had multiple ways to earn the $2 million. 750000 for six or more interceptions. There's like a laundry list of ways you get capped at $2 million, but uh, $500,000 for a Pro Bowl selection, he got that. Uh, $500,000 for 92 or more percent defensive play time. $500,000 for at least 90% defensive play time to Bills improving in wins from 2021. $500,000 for at least 90% defensive play time and improving in the 2021 league rank in sacks. $500,000 for at least 90% defensive play time and the Bills improving in 21 league rank in turnover margin. That's giveaway takeaways. $250,000 for a fumble recovery or $300,000 for two fumble recoveries, or $500,000 for five fumble recoveries, then two fifty for at least one interception return for a touchdown. Now, he's not going to come close to 90% uh, play time. Um, he's got four interceptions. Um, getting two, you never know. Some may have a bad you know, quarterback may have a bad game throw him to, but not counting on that. Hasn't recovered any fumbles either. So, um, at least he's got the $500,000 for making the Pro Bowl. Going back to the offensive line, this will be the 
Uh, last one we cover. Actually, we got two on the offensive line we're going to cover. These are the last two. Um, Trent Brown signed a two-year, $13 million deal uh, to stay with the Patriots. It's worth as much as $22 million through playtime incentives. He's got $4.5 million in annual playtime incentives. He's been he's played 100% of the plays except for one game this year. So his playtime is at 97, almost 98%. And it's $500,000 for 65% or more offensive playtime, another $500,000 for 7% or more. Then 75%, 85%, 75%, I should say 80%, 85%, and 90% are each worth $750,000. Then there's $500,000 for either making the Pro Bowl or having 95% play time. So um, as long as Brown plays his customary amount, he's going to stay above 95% and earn his whole $4.5 million in playtime incentives. Now, last one is Lyle Collins with the Bengals. Now, uh, Bing, uh, Collins signed a three-year $21 million contract worth up to $30 million um, with salary escalators and incentives after the Cowboys released him. Now, he's got Playtime incentives of one million for at least eighty percent offense eighty percent offensive playtime, one million. And an additional one million for ninety percent. Any incentives earned or added to his twenty twenty three base salary. Right now the base salary is three point five million. It's also a million dollar incentive for being selected to the Pro Bowl. Now um, Collins tore the ACL and MCL on his left knee during Week 16's contest against the Patriots. So it's impacting the amount of his incentives, the amount of his salary escalator. Heading into that game, he'd only missed seven snaps all year. His playtime's currently at 91.35%. That's going to drop um, to under 90% because, uh, because the injury after the uh, regular season finale. He's still going to stay above 80% playtime. So he's going to earn a million dollars in incentives, and his base salary for 2023 goes from $3.5 million to $4.5 million. Without the injury, he was going to get the other million. So he'd had $2 million in playtime, and then his base salary was going to escalate by $2 million. Um, so that ended up the injuries cost him a million dollars, but we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, well, that's going to be it for this week's Inside the Cap. Uh, don't forget, you can find me on Twitter. That's Corey Joel, C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take, also on NFL Salary Cap and Contract Matters. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time. Goodbye.